Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, live here on a Monday morning. Nick Dawn and Greg. You can get us on the free Odyssey app, social media as well, at 1210 WPHT. Still ahead this morning, 920, our morning mystery movie clip. Another chance to scoop up a $50 gift card to a local establishment. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. Just about an hour and 10 minutes away from our keyword. We're at 950. We will give you another keyword. You go to 1210WPHT.com, enter that keyword, and you can get a free trip to Walt Disney World. We did it all last week. We will do it all this week and all month long for the month of September. All right, before we get to all of that, let's get to Dawn Stenzlin for her Big 3 at 841. It's the Big 3 at 8 on Kaling Company. Sponsored by Best Work Industries for the Blind, we are... Less than five minutes away of the first moment of silence that will take place across the nation and in our area. 8.46 a.m., 22 years ago today, hijackers, those terrorists, crashed American Airlines Flight 11 into the North Tower. In Bucks County, this hits home, of course, as we have said, because 18 individuals from Bucks County were among those killed, 2,973 victims So we know that President Joe Biden will mark the 22nd commemoration of the September 11th attacks in Alaska instead of the traditional New York City, Virginia or Pennsylvania events. And we should mention that Vice President Kamala Harris will be the one who will be in New York. Her husband, second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, he'll be visiting Shanksville, Pennsylvania for a ceremony honoring the victims of United Flight 93. That's the only one of the four planes that did not reach its intended target that day after the famous let's roll passengers attempting to overpower the hijackers. I want to remind uh, also um, of a situation, and that is looking back at the situation in Virginia and the governor, Glenn Youngkin of Virginia yesterday, issuing a pardon to a father whose arrest at a school board meeting truly changed America in many ways and teed off a a movement across America for parental rights. This is Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin announcing yesterday he pardoned that dad, the plumber, who angrily protested Loudoun County School's handling of his daughter's sexual assault. Yep. So the plumber, Scott Smith, you remember the, the meeting, and he was arrested and convicted of disorderly conduct. So Governor Youngkin is speaking out, saying this was an injustice. His daughter had been sexually assaulted in the bathroom of the school, and no one was doing anything about it. The dad was traumatized by that speaking out. And I will point out to you, because it's not broadcast enough, that that teen suspect who was transferred to another school where he assaulted another girl, that teenage boy was later found guilty on all charges, including forcible sodomy shocking go figure and if you've seen the video too the father when he goes off at that school board meeting um i mean he took a real real beating from officers and police when that happened which you know um i thought was a little over the top and excessive you know we always hear about police uh you know police brutality uh and it's an issue when the suspect fits a certain description i mean this guy got his you know what knocked off at that meeting, and I thought it was way over the top. And in a lot of regards, some people just kind of glossed over that thing. 
And we should mention that Hershey is the parent company of Paki, the chip known as the One Chip Challenge. It is now off the shelves. Even Amazon has taken it off after the death of a 14-year-old Massachusetts teenager died. Somebody gave him a chip at school. We are still awaiting autopsy results in that one. But there is the Pennsylvania connection because Paki is a subsidiary of Pennsylvania's Hershey Company, Best Work Industries for the Blind, Changing Lives, nonprofit organization located in Cherry Hill, Best Work Industries for the Blind, providing training, employment for people who are blind or visually impaired for employment opportunities or to donate. Go to bestworkindustries.org as we are 45 seconds from that moment, first moment of silence. I know many across the nation are marking on this commemoration of September 11th. All right, Don. Thank you very much. Um, on the on the chip front, we talked about this last week, and I, I certainly have an issue with these ridiculous challenges that kids do on TikTok. And you know my thoughts on TikTok. I think TikTok should be banned completely in the United States. You know, with the connection with China and everything. And I know we always kind of round back to the well when you were young and when we were kids, we did dumb things as well. Certainly, totally valid rebuttal. But removing the chip from circulation over a kid passing away, certainly tragic, not trying to minimize that, but is that the the proper response to take something off the market? If you're a, if you're a capitalist and I mean, are we going to now we're at the point where we're going to take things out of production off off assembly lines out of the uh, area of commerce because of some kid who made a stupid decision or maybe the kid has bad parents or no parents is that the right response well, what's the i mean what no. is the response honestly no it's not but what is the what is the point of this chip it's well, just one chip right don well i guess you can get them in a whole bag right mm-hmm. i mean but here's the thing and i and i said wait this, wait wait no 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 i don't think you can get them in a whole bag can you oh, it's no? just am i wrong is on it that? so hot that you can only put one per bag well if that's the case you know it's just like um any real like super hot like i don't know carolina reaper or those other peppers that are out there that are way up the list of that scale of heat i mean i don't yeah, know it's yeah it's it's one okay. it's one bag yeah okay or i'm sorry it's one chip not my my, not my question on on the chip itself would be what pleasure and i love hot food i said before in the past but like my threshold for cutoff of enjoyment mm. is the habanero yeah anything above the habanero to me is counterproductive <clears throat> Like, I don't need to be drinking milk for a half hour or yeah. eating bread or sweating or puking in a trash can to just say I consumed, um, you know, the third hottest pepper in the world. Yeah. I don't find any pleasure in that. Yeah. But that's just me. But is that the right response, taking this out of circulation, so to speak? Not sure that it is. But then again, I don't know what the market for that thing would be anyway. Yeah. I mean, some people really want it that bad. Is it a hot seller? No pun intended. <laughs> I, I, I have my doubts. <laughs> Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. All right. Um, we did mention um, the Kamala Harris video that went viral over the weekend with her dancing uh, at the White House. I know Valdez had it tracked down during the commercial. Uh, Valdez, do we have this ready for air on YouTube? Uh, hang on. Let's see here. It'd be interesting if we could break down this video because a lot of people are saying it was a very awkward. They're calling it a granny dance that Kamala was doing. Do you have it, Daniel? All right. Oh, he's not there. Okay. Good thing we. Put, good thing I put him on that assignment 13 <laughs> minutes ago. 
He had the video in front of him. It's all good. All right. So we'll get to that when we can. Um, There's a couple of other things I want to get to, and we've got a lot coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, but we'll get to this one now. Um, A lot of stuff from the weekend where politics and sports collided. You know, we talked earlier in the 7 o'clock hour about Donald Trump at the Iowa-Iowa State College football game on Saturday, along with Ron DeSantis. Also, uh, Carrie Lake is back in the news. Uh, She apparently went off over the NFL's decision to play multiple national anthems uh, at one NFL stadium. We'll get to that. But one that I absolutely love, because this was in my wheelhouse of when I really, really loved the sport of baseball and watched it on a day-in and day-out, night-in, night-out basis. In the late 90s, when, when the Phillies were struggling, the Yankees had started their dynasty. And one of their pitchers was David Wells, mm. big, burly, fat left-hander, just drinks beer all the time, probably smokes cigarettes. He's, yeah, he's a man's man, right? And he once famously tossed a perfect game, hungover from drinking the night before. Great so story. He, he kind of, you remember that, right? Of course. It's so such a great story. Kind of became like a folk hero, you know, that's like, you know, iconic status by doing that. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, he returned to Yankee Stadium for their annual Old Timers Day on Saturday and did not hold back in a passionate rant against the woke culture of America. He went on to crush woke, Bud Light, and Nike all at once. Uh, Returning to Yankees Stadium, he said, quote, We are in a different world, Wells said, with a piece of medical tape covering the Nike logo (laughs) on his Yankees jersey. Oh, that's amazing. Per The Athletic. Yeah. Nike, super left wing, woke, you know, connection to China, the whole bit. All they do is employ athletes that are left wing social activists like LeBron James. Uh, He says it sucks. And this is why everyone should carry a gun. So obviously he's not uh, down with New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham and her 30-day firearm ban, stripping away your Second Amendment rights, uh, which we talked about in the big take this morning. Wells said that if he was playing today, he would cut a hole into his jersey and worn it on the field rather than feature the Nike logo across his chest. He says, I hate Nike. They're woke. Wells, who is now 60 years old, was talking about this as a part of the legendary 1998 Yankees team. Asked if he would ever drink Bud Light again, and I kind of suspected that he might have been an Anheuser-Busch guy back in the day. He looks like the kind of guy that was drinking Budweiser Pounders and smoking Marlboro Reds. Um, And he said, uh, would you ever partner and drink with Bud Light again? Uh, after the Dylan Mulvaney transgender influence disaster, and his answer was, nope. Uh, the left-hander who spent 21 years with the Yankees says, quote, it always seems that the gener- that the managers and all of the executives and leaders are the ones that are leading all of this, which results in people speaking out and then ultimately getting fired. So you could tell that in today's left-wing insane world that we live in, David Wells is having none of that. He is welcome on Kale and Company anytime he comes through the Delaware Valley. That's funny. I, I had you remember a, him, right? Uh, of course, I had a sneaking suspicion that he was um, he 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 was of this belief. But it's nice to hear him. Yeah. And didn't Keith Olbermann call him out over the and then, weekend? And then Olbermann tries to attack him, yeah. in which they go back and forth. So Keith Olbermann, who we've talked about before on this show, he's going after Riley Gaines. And anytime there's a political conversation and there's a sports connection, Keith you know, Olbermann, formerly of MSNBC, feels the need to pipe in and interject and then ultimately gets crushed. And it's weird. He's got a big following on Twitter, yet when he does these types of stunts, 
almost overwhelmingly the reaction to him yeah. is negative. Of course. And one of these guys, again, with like that you see statistically, numerically has a following, yep. yet when you bring up the name, he doesn't resonate with anybody. Yeah. It's very, it's a lot like Joe Biden. Um, and then speaking of David Wells, he mentioned the Bud Light debacle. So you might be wondering, and I mentioned this, I think Thursday or Friday of last week, coming out of Labor Day, uh, it'd be interesting to see how Bud Light did coming out of the uh, end of the summer holiday. Well, the numbers are in, and six months removed, Bud Light uh, sales still down 30%. This, as I've said in the past on this show, will go down as the single worst marketing debacle decision in the history of American consumerism. I'm not overstating that. The worst marketing decision in the history of an American corporation. (laughs) There will never be anything worse than this one. Uh, Bud Light sales still floundering months after its disastrous partnership with transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, quote, you see Bud Light still just stubbornly down around 30% in volume compared to last year, which is where it's been since May or June. That according to Beer Business Daily publisher Harry Schumacher, who told Fox News on Friday, quote, that tells me that this is quasi-permanent, meaning those consumers are just lost forever, end quote. Schumacher's remarks come less than a month after it was revealed that Anheuser-Busch and their company, InBev Beverage, won back 15% of its boycotting drinkers. Bud Light, which lost its top spot to Modelo after the controversy, is down 26.9% in dollars, 30.3% in volume, citing a study from Bump Williams Consulting. So wow. it might be officially time to have the Bud Light funeral. Yeah, I, I've never seen in my lifetime. I have never seen a bigger debacle than this was. Like it, yeah. uh, it was, it was a spectacular flame out. It was. It was a flame Crazy. out for the ages. Yeah. Worse than Keith Olbermann flaming out of media. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, uh, Daniel does have the comma video. Right. We should probably yeah. do that when we... Yeah, let's do it on the other side. On the other side, yeah. All right, we'll kick that off in the 9 o'clock hour. 855-839-1210 is how you climb aboard. Uh, and then also, uh, we have a Native American group that wanted the Redskins removal... For the Washington football team, we've got new details on that story. And also, Carrie Lake, when she's not trying to battle for her her election results in Arizona, is battling with the National Football League. So we'll get to those stories as we continue. But first, here's Dawn Stenzlin with a word for QC Kinetics. Yeah, and QC Kinetics is truly, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. And I'm not, I can't even exaggerate on this one. QC Kinetics changes your life so that you can live again, that you can do everything that you love to do without that chronic, aching joint pain, without drugs, without surgery. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them directly into your joint, which restores and repairs that damaged tissue that's causing all the horrible pain for you. So the patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, it's a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there is no downtime with QC Kinetics. So if you're suffering in that constant pain, maybe in your knees, your hips, your shoulder, or your back, you need to call. Just get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Do this for yourself and do it today. So imagine this fall. I know that starting Thursday, we're going to see the crisp, clear weather 
just beautiful, uh, moving around, pain-free, doing the things you love again, walking, hiking, playing with the grandkids maybe. Just call QC Kinetics. See how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. And right now is the best time to get started. They're right here in the Philadelphia region. Just call them, 215-999-3000, 215-999-3000, QC Kinetics. Will you just call them? 215-999-3000. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.